0: Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God, our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. I didn't say it at the beginning, but I'll say it now. Happy Mother's Day. Yeah, say Happy Mother's Day to me. That's fine. (laughs) Or if you really want to say something back, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Save you there. It's okay. Happy, happy, uh, happy, happy Mother's Day. It's a lot of happies. It's a happy, happy, happy Mother's Day. Um, <clears throat> Mother's Day is always a little tricky for a pastor because, well, a pastor is not a mother, and it's hard to say exactly what moms go through, but no doubt for if I can say anything from what I see my own wife going through. It's a lot of fun, and it's a lot of trouble. It's a lot of hardship in a lot of ways. You have people that came from you, one minute uh, giving you hugs and kisses, and the next minute screaming at you for something, and it's not always a pleasant experience, but love is certainly there, and it is something that we keep in mind when it comes to God as well. that when we think of God, we hear his word and we hear his promises. And though we may kick against him and even kick against against the church that has borne us, right? Because we believe that the church is our mother. She is the bride of Christ. And yet she still gathers us together to hear to hear the word of her bridegroom and our father. That when we hear God's word, we are never meant to be simply those who just hear, <clears throat> at least not towards the end. <clears throat> Excuse me. That when we come, we hear God's word for sure, but James tells us something else today. He says, Be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his, 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 his natural face in a mirror. For he looks at himself and then goes away at once, he goes away and at once forgets what he was like, but the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres. Being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. If anyone thinks he is... If anyone thinks he is... is, If anyone thinks that he is... Religious and does not bridle his tongue but deceives his heart, this person's religion is worthless. Religion that is pure and undefiled before God the Father is this to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction and to keep oneself unstained from the world. That sounds like a lot, doesn't it? Sounds a lot like that can be misunderstood in a numerous amount of ways. And oftentimes James is. But I'm very glad we're going through James uh, in our Concord class. It has helped me a lot because I've come across this text before. And on this Sunday, I might have just avoided it altogether. Because how often do we hear things like, um, like this, be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. We hear that and we say, that sounds a lot like works righteousness. That sounds a lot like things I'm supposed to do, but I thought I was free in Christ. But one thing we have to keep in mind is that Christians actually do things, right? We are called to be Christians and to do the things of God, to act like Christians. James never, ever says any of these things apart from the already well-understood grace of God that comes through his word. Before this, we actually heard last week that we are to put away all, all, all filthiness and rampant wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your souls. He never speaks about doing apart from already knowing what has been done. So to be a doer of the word is to understand that you must hear what the word did, what the word does, and what the word will do. For our texts for today, it lays it out very well for us what God's word has done, that he has always meant for his word to be a promise, something something to look forward to, but know that something has already been done for us because his promise has been completed. That on the cross, our Lord has perfected and completed the demands of the law. That in his body, he has carried our sin. He has taken away our shame. Our death has become his death so that his life is now our life. This has been done for us. And it was actually shown to be the case all the way back, even in Numbers 21, the Old Testament text for today, where when the people sinned against God, he sent them fiery serpents to afflict them, and they asked Moses to pray for them and what God did was, was he said set a fire set a bronze a bronze serpent on a pole so that anyone who looks at it who has been bitten when he sees it he shall live and so he does this and if a serpent bit anyone he would look at the bronze he would look at the bronze bronze serpent And would live. That in this we see prefigured and foreshadowed Jesus Christ who would be set up on a pole for our sakes. Who would be set up on a cross so that whoever looks to him will be saved. He has overcome the world for our sake. The word has done this for you. So that when you do, you move from this place onward. Now that Christ has perfected the law, we can now live in that law joyfully, understanding that it has been completed for us and that we can now live in a reckless life of doing good things for other people because the ultimate good has already been done for us. To think of works in this way helps tremendously. To think of good works as a tandem to faith is exactly the way that God wants us to think. Oftentimes we are stuck only thinking about what the word has done, and we don't really quite move on to what we are now to do. So let us not stay still in one place. Let us move forward knowing that what has been done for us, we now can go and do. But it's not only that. To be a doer of the word is never apart from hearing what the word currently does. The word of God is so great that he currently comes and forgives you of all your sin. It's not just that you hear about how Christ has once died, and that's all you need to have. But because of our sinful flesh, we need to come. We need to hear presently as often as today is called today, to hear the word of God now in this place and wherever we carry the word of God with us outside of here, that in the present sense, God saves us. The word that is Christ stands before God, God the Father on our behalf, for all things he is working all things for us now in this time so that whatever you ask the father in Jesus' name he will give it to you and you will and you and you will will receive that your joy may be full to ask in the name of Jesus is not to ask because to ask in that great name is to ask according to God's will. And even that means to ask for the light things, for the things that may seem kind of silly or strange to other people. God wants you to ask, to pray, to say, Lord, give me these good things which you have promised And even those things that may help me that you may not have promised, grant these things according to your will, and he will answer according to his will. Whatever you ask the Father in the name of the Word made flesh, Jesus Christ, he will give it to you. So now, presently, the Word does all these things for us through prayer, primarily through faith in him. But that's not it either. Because to be a doer of the word is never apart from hearing what the word will do for you. We've talked about past tense, present tense. And yet God still says there's more to come. He says that at the last day, the word made flesh, Jesus Christ, will come to be our judge. And he will judge with, with perfect with perfect. Ah, with perfect righteousness. When we hear his word, he expects us to know what he says in faith, that through his gift of faith we are to hear when James says that that excuse me, that that religion that is pure, and undefiled before God the Father is this, to visit orphans and, and excuse me, to visit to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction and to keep oneself unstained from the world. That true religion is never only about hearing. It is about hearing and doing because you look forward to that last day when Christ will come back and say well done good and faithful servant when he will say to his sheep on his on his right hand that when i was that when i was hungry you fed me when i was excuse me when i was when i when i was um Excuse me, when I was thirsty you gave me something to drink. When I was was Excuse me, when I was um when I was was Excuse me, when I was naked you clothed me. When I was in prison you came to see me. When I was sick you came to see me. So that when the sheep hear this, they say, Lord, when when did we do all these things? And he says, surely as you did these things to the least of these, my brothers, you did them to me. That faith is never by itself. Faith is always accompanied by works. That James says later on in in chapter 2, For as the body apart from the breath is dead, so also faith apart from works is dead. The way we should understand that is that breath proves life, but doesn't cause it. So likewise, works prove faith, but doesn't cause it. We see that when we are believing and trusting in God, we are bold to do the things that we have called to do whether we are a father whether we are a a whether we are a excuse me a mother doing all the hard things that God has called us to do called you to do we do them in faith trusting in him that he will make things right we hear the word of God so that we would hear it and 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 receive it in faith with, with with meekness. The implanted word will save you. He does save you. He will guide you. You can trust in him. Hear and do, taking care of the fatherless and the and the, the widows. God will be, there, God will bless you, and God will surely keep you in faith. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Amen.